Number two, my buddy. And I'm okay. letting it, I'm letting that kind of sit in so everybody can. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm stewing on it as well. Well, no, I want everybody having that theme going through their head. My buddy. Oh, God. My You're buddy. Sing the song. Yes. Wherever I go, he goes, my buddy. Hey, I see you in the second row. You'll see me tonight after the show. Here's, here's my hotel keys. Hey, my buddy. My buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Each sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 407 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, you're fresh off your drunk wrestling history roast. How are you feeling? Yeah, uh, did that drop already or is it dropping tomorrow? See how much I pay attention. Uh, no, it dropped last week. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Uh, some very uh, strong jokes from you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I really, um, honestly, that's our last one. Wait, what? Yeah, we're not going to do roasts anymore, dude. We're done. What happened? Well, I mean, A, we're not comedians. Uh, it takes a lot of time at a set. And think about it from Adam's perspective, from having to write not only his own, and an introduction but then to have to write the people that he's impersonating like it's a lot of work on his part um there's only so much you can mine from old roasts and i think we've kind of exhausted those mines and just the time and effort it takes eddie to to um to edit the show as well it's we just kind of decided yeah you know what we don't want to jump the shark with this thing um i feel it was definitely my weakest set uh, mm-hmm. It was definitely Eddie's strongest. So it's like, we may as well just end on a good note before it's like, oh, you know, there's another joke about, you know, Eddie's weight, or there's another joke about Adam eating, or, you know, there's another uh, joke about Scott being short. It's like, it gets repetitive. And we've done three of them at this point. And it's just like, you know what, let's just, you know, not, not to like compare ourselves to Barry Sanders or anything, but let's just try to go out on top. You know, it was funny. It was cool, but uh, let's kind of leave it alone. You know, we did our thing and uh, let's let's move on to something else. Let's figure out a new format for the end of the season. I wouldn't say it's your worst set. It was it was good. OK, I might agree with you that the ones in the past were better. They were way better, dude. Yeah, But it's like each one has been good. It's like trying to pick your least favorite kid. Each one has been good. So this was definitely my least favorite kid. OK, all right. Yeah, this um, year was. I think my strongest joke was uh, the one I had on Eddie. <laughs> go ahead and say it because i think i know which one it is and it oh, dude it cracked me up at the gym i was dying <laughs> laughing <laughs> it was uh i i forget what i said to lead it off but then it went into you know eddie i i want you to know you're my best friend and i'm so happy that we get to continue this journey of drunk wrestling history together we had talked about canceling it whatever we're going to continue and i know you're not a sentimental guy you're not one to look back and reminisce 
But I guarantee you, dude, one day you're going to look back and think about this and go, God damn, I missed my left foot. Yeah, that's it. That's the one that made me laugh, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing when I wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was the one that got me at the gym, dude. That one. um, Ed's was good. Like, I. Yeah, Eddie's was strong, uh... but he had a joke in there that, dude, it was like too soon. Um, I think I know which one that is. We'll leave that one. We'll leave that one for drunk wrestling history. Yeah. If you listen to it, you'll know which one I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Anyway, Adam did a great job. Uh, he was hilarious in his Tony Khan impersonation. Uh, we were dying. I don't know if you could hear it in the recording, but during Adam's set, when he was playing Tony Khan, we were literally dying. I had to walk away at one point because I didn't want my laughter to come across on the audio. But he was killing us when he did that impersonation. Well, see, that's the thing is it's really it it really captures the hilarity of the joke when you can hear the people in the background, when you can hear Shannon Carissa, you and Ed laughing. I didn't I didn't hear it that much in this last one. But uh, Adam did a good job with the Tony Khan one. That one was pretty good when he kept saying, you guys, you guys. guys, Yeah, you guys killing us. It was great. And Eddie brought up a good point that like Adam, he kept that bit short. And I think he played it perfectly because that you guys thing could have lost its flavor really quick. Mm-hmm. But I think he played it the the perfect amount of time to really maximize the humor in it. So, yeah, it was it was cool. It's always fun to get together and do those. You know, we have some drinks, we crack some jokes. Um, if you're not familiar with what a roast is, you may want to skip it. Um, the jokes are pretty harsh. <laughs> and if you don't know the spirit of a roast, it's it's really easy to get offended. So take that for what it is if you're going to listen to it. Um, but roasts, like, go back and watch the Comedy Central roasts. They're all very harsh. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's meant to be that. So if you're going to listen to it, go into it with that in mind. Unless you're Norm MacDonald and you're roasting Bob Saget. Dude, I almost did that this year. What? I almost did that because Andy Samberg did that too. Oh, dude, with his Bill Hader one? Uh... Or when Wait. he was, uh, he sorry, he was making fun of Bill Hader as part of his set. Well, no, no. Are you talking about Andy Samberg? Yeah. No, no, no. Andy Samberg did a very uh, Norm McDonald style roast. Okay. So I think part of that is he roasted, because you know how they go around the dais? Yeah. Uh, Bill Hader was in there or oh, okay. on the dais. And one of the things was, is like, he goes, oh yeah, a lot of people question Bill Hader leaving Saturday Night Live. But you know what? He got T-Mobile advertisement. He got the fourth biggest uh, cell phone provider. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it was that was very much in the spirit of the Norm McDonald's roast uh, for Bob Saget. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of along those same lines where it's like it's not mean. It's it's very it's meant to be very kind of like dry humor. Oh, OK. Whereas a normal roaster will go up and like go right for the throat. Yeah. Kind of how Eddie and I do it and right. Adam to an extent. Um, but yeah, I, I almost did the Norm Macdonald routine, dude. I was so close and I'm like, ah, no, I'm, I'm known for the mean jokes, So I'll stick to those, but it's, it's our last one. So hopefully the three we've done, you guys have enjoyed them. Yeah. They, they took shots at fully puzzle. You didn't even defend us. Well, you're not supposed to. Oh, <laughs> oh is that not? Oh, okay. <laughs> Every year there's a joke about fully posable. All right. We're not a drunk wrestling history recap show. We are fully posable and we want you guys to head on over to pro wrestling tees 
or whatamaneuver.net. That's a hell of a segue. To get any of our shirts, you can also follow us on the Twitter X, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to Fully Posable, WFP, at Gmail dot com scott we had a fun show with nate last week nate thank you for being on always fun with nate always have a blast but part of the show was the trivia that nate played and we actually had some follow-up from some listeners well let's backtrack so the nate's question was give me two single carded wrestlers from the hasbro line that were a tag team and and we would just we made the rounds Jeff would go, I went, Nate went, and so on and so on until eventually it was the three of us kind of putting our heads together and trying to clean out the list. Uh, We definitely missed a few, but Honky and Valentine, I think, huge oversight. Oops. Yeah, that was a big one. Todd Hess said Sid and the 123 Kid. Rob Royce on Facebook said Piper and Flair. I don't remember Piper. Oh, wait a second. The when, WrestleMania tag. Oh, no, no. They were the tag team champions from. Yeah. Minute, like in 07. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The late O's. Yeah. That's right. Bam Bam <laughs> and IRS. Adam Bomb and Crush, who became Chronic. Chronic. Exactly. Like it, you look at some of these, you're like, of course we missed them. We knew that was going to happen. We said it last week. And Bam Bam and Tatanka. Yeah. I love the audience participation. And that's why Nate's questions are always so much fun. Because when you're on it's okay, look at it this way. It's like when you were younger and you're watching Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy at your house, and you've got these people on TV that seem like complete dumbasses. Because, like, why can't they think of the answer? I'm I'm yelling the answer at you. Say it, right? But when you're on the spot in the moment, it, a lot leaves your brain. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. And I knew we were gonna miss some, but Honky and Valentine definitely is the one it's like, oh, of course, rhythm and blues. Come on now. It's the heat of the moment. Exactly. Telling me what your heart said. Beautiful, heat dude. Of the moment. Hop between your thighs. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I don't know if that's what he says. Is that what the, is that what the lyrics are? I don't that's know. That's the I'm, new lyrics. That's the that, new lyrics. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, you've updated them. It's the remix edition. Exactly. Exactly. New for twenty three. About the song about pissing. Anyways. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Scott, have you picked up anything recently? Actually, yeah. So Uh I purchased the Ultimate Warrior Legends figure. It showed on the Target app that our Target had two of them. So I was like, okay, cool. I lucked out and I'm going to score this one like I scored my Greg Valentine. Turns out they didn't update their inventory properly. They were wiped out. But luckily I was able to change it to ship for free. And I will have that Ultimate Warrior figure... Let's see, today's Thursday. It'll be here tomorrow or Saturday. So I've got the Warrior Legends figure coming to me. That would be the uh, Raw Rumble 91 Ultimate Warrior. I also picked up just today, BBTS put up Elite 107 and the new Ultimate Editions. So I picked up Asuka and Roman Ultimate Editions. And I waffled on this one, but ultimately it was, all right, I'm just going to bite the bullet and do it. And damn you, Mattel, for doing it. It was the Solo Sokoa Elite 107. For the new body style. And and damn it, like I, I wasn't going to do it, but I had to. 
You blue waffled on that, huh? Um, I what now? Blue waffle. Um, people just go and Google blue waffle. That's no, no, oh. no, no. I you could say I was waffling. Oh, on my decision, but I I definitely did not blue waffle it. Okay, no. okay. No, and uh, please don't go Google. No. Yeah, do not do that. Don't Come do on. that. Don't. But it's kind of gross, Ashley. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. And uh, and finally, I got myself an early birthday gift. What? Hey, <laughs> four months early. Let's do it. <laughs> well, the price point and that it's a pre-order that won't arrive until February 21st. I figured it made kind of sense. Okay, that's appropriate timing. I picked up the Pulse headset for the PlayStation 5. Uh, elaborate. It's it's a headset, kind of like I'm wearing now, but there's no wires attached. It's it's like a Bluetooth headset for your PlayStation 5, so I can sit and listen to the sweet sounds of baseball with complete noise-canceling headphones or headset. Wait, it's put out by Hasbro Pulse? No, no, no. No, it's put out by Sony. It's just called the Pulse, the Pulse Elite. Oh, headset. I'm sorry. We're a toy show, and I'm my mind went exactly to Hasbro Pulse. Yeah, Hasbro Pulse uh, released a headset for the Sony PlayStation Five. <laughs> I saw, dude, <laughs> it's that's decorated a... with all of their logos, like Barbie and WWE <laughs> and Hot Wheels. It's beautiful. Wait, wait, no, that'd be Mattel, dude. Not Hasbro. Oh yeah, Oops. <laughs> dude. I I'm sorry. My mind it went exactly to like Hasbro Pulse, and I'm like, why did they put out noise canceling headphones? That doesn't make sense. No, it's called the Pulse Elite. It just went up for pre order today. Uh, they have earbuds. They have a headset. Uh, the earbuds are 200, I think, and the headset was 150. So okay. I hit up Shan. I was like, hey, this thing releases like five days before my birthday. Can I just get myself a gift now? She was like, yeah, go for it. So. Yes, I pre-ordered early, but the fact that it arrives like damn near my birthday, I was like, yeah, I'll just gift myself this thing. All right. All right. Chances are good. I'll forget it's on the way. And then like five days before my birthday, it'll show up. I'll be like, sweet. <laughs> sweet. Sweet. Um, so I did go, I did go do some toy shopping this past week. I did see the new legends, and my target had them for $28.94. Wait. What? Twenty eight ninety four. Like you ran them under the scanner and that's what they came up at? No. Literally, they had the display for the Legends and they had a fat sticker right on... I shouldn't say sticker, but like a placard right up on top of the display and it said twenty eight ninety four. That's ridiculous. There's no way that that scanned for that, dude. Dude, that's not the first time they've done that before. $29? Are you kidding? For Elite Legends, dude. I mean, look, give us another five, six years. We might be there, but we're not there right now. Yeah. Don't, don't put me in the future. I'm not ready for it. Exactly. <laughs> What's so, But that's not the first time that they've done that. They've done that before with some ultimates where ultimates at the time were 32 99. They raised it up to like 41 99 or something like that. Dude, dude, at target over here, dude. It's like target slash eBay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wow. So anyways, yeah, I ended up, uh, I, I was going to pick some up because they had Bulldog, Funk. I don't need another Funk. I'm okay on Funk. They had Bulldog, which I was going to pick up, but I was like, yeah, I'm not paying 29 bucks for a Bulldog. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So you didn't buy any of them then? I did not. Did they have the Warrior? No, they didn't actually. It was just Bulldog Warrior. and Funk. 
yeah warrior was sold out that's yeah that's not surprising dude ultimate warrior figures always move well unless it's the dingo warrior then that one <laughs> not so much but ultimate warrior figures traditionally those are easy movers also went to this was a joke also went to union city um walmart and of course welcome to the bay area everything is behind glass oh dude seriously guess which superstars figure they had that i needed that's so discouraging who did they have they had piper so oh man now you have to hunt somebody down yep 45 minutes before they're closing i'm spending 15 minutes of 15 of those minutes trying to hunt somebody down now here's the kicker i was looking for one other thing in the store so i asked the lady who i finally found her after 15 minutes she opens up the case. I grab the Piper. I am holding the Superstars Piper, so I'm good on that. She goes, oh, by the way, I can't let you uh, carry that through the store if you need to go pick up something else. That Okay, so that part makes sense to me. If you're going to put it behind glass, what's the point to them getting it and handing it to you and letting you leave the store or leave that section with it? Correct. So she goes, I have to take it up to register three. Okay. I'm like, okay, go around the store find what I was looking for. Unfortunately, they didn't have what I was looking for. I found the section I didn't. Anyways, so I go up to register three and I said, yeah, there's a toy back here. And the lady looks and she goes, no, there isn't. And I'm like, damn it. So begin, <sighs> begins the chase of trying to find this Piper. Yeah. They put the announcement over 20 minutes till closing, 20 minutes till closing. So I'm now getting frantic because I can't find this Piper anywhere. Right, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm Piper search party of one <laughs> dude. Right. So I had to go to the customer service area. The customer service lady is on break. Oh my gosh. 20 minutes before closing. She's on break, dude. That's hell of timing. I was like, oh, actually that's smart. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like now nah, I'm on my 20. <laughs> when I come back, we're closed. She shows back up with about 15 minutes left. I ask her, I go, Look, did somebody drop off a Piper or that toy back here for, you know, they brought it from the back up here. She goes, uh, let me see if I can help you find it. So we start going. We can't find the stupid toy. Unbelievable. Dude, this is the Bay Area right now, by the way. Anywho. So we're going, we're going and walking through the store. And she goes, you know what? I'm going to go check one of the other registers just to kind of see maybe if it's in a different area. I'm like, okay. So I just kind of stand back. She starts looking through the check stands. She finally finds it at a check stand. It's one section over, but it wasn't it was number at, four or number two. I think it was number two. Ugh. I know. And I know I heard her say number three because I like threes. Threes is a good number. Well, if she had said, I'm going to leave it at number two, you would have laughed. And you oh, definitely would have remembered remember. her saying yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she found it at two. So I ended up getting Piper. So I was stoked about that. But here's a here's a crazy story. So Sunday morning, the time clock switched back. I'm all happy. Yep, got an extra hour. Yeah. Oh, dude, I celebrate it every year. It's so like Christmas early. It is, man. Get that extra hour of sleep. That's the greatest gift anybody can give me. It is. I love it. I know. So I'm laying in bed and I get a text message from Norm. Norm says, Hey, the CM Punk Supreme is at Davis Street San Leandro Walmart. Hop out of bed. Now it's about 8.30, 8.45. You're up. You're in the karate position. I'm ready to go. Hop in the car. I get down there. They have one left. Norm was on his way. Norm gets there. 
I go, dude, honestly, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. So this figure is yours. And Norm goes, are you sure? Like Norm was like, no, you get, you take it, you take it. I was like, dude, honestly, like I would have never even thought about coming here this morning if it wasn't for you. So I gave him the CM Punk Supreme figure. So I'm still on the hunt for that figure. Okay. But you've seen it. It is. It does exist. It exists. Okay. So it's not a unicorn. No, no, no. So anyways, it is a badass figure, dude. Like holding it. You're like, oh man, like it's just, it's got all the bells and whistles and heads and hands and t-shirts and belts and torsos and waists and peckers and all this stuff, dude. It's got CM Packers. It's got CM Packers, dude. I mean, it's dude. CN is CM junk. (laughs) So anyways, it's a badass figure, dude. So it, it killed me to hand it over to Norm, but at the same time, dude, honestly, it, to me, it belonged to Norm. So it is out there. I'm going to find it eventually. I know I will. So yeah, you'll get your hands on it for sure. And if I come across it, I'll let you know. But look, you you brought it up. You dropped the name first. I didn't. CM Punk on November 25th, Jeff. Will he be in Chicago at Survivor Series? <sighs> I'm going to say yes. I'm saying yes also. It's it's look it's it's a hot topic. It's got to be brought. Everybody's talking about it right now, and and Chad jokes about the CM Punk references. I laugh every time I see one of us posts about it. But <laughs> it's something. It's it's like the elephant in the room, right? We haven't really talked about it yet, but we got to talk about it. You brought his name up. I do think he's going to be there, and it's it's almost like the stars have aligned for this to happen. They are all about making money. They've proven this. Nothing is out of the realm of possibility when it comes to the WWE, WWE, WWF, whatever. If they can bring somebody back, no matter how much bad blood is there, and they can make money with that person, that person will come back. Now, it's going to be... Honestly, I think the ball's in CM Punk's court. I don't think the ball's in WWE's court. If there's a chance for WWE to make money, they're going to take it. I honestly think it's going to be, does CM Punk want to go back? Um, it, It just... The timing of it, to me, just seems so perfect. His release date versus his no-compete window versus a pay-per-view is right after his no-compete. Oh, and by the way, that pay-per-view just happens to be in his hometown of Chicago, which is the most rabid CM Punk fan base on the planet. It just, the stars, look, if he doesn't show up, you've got to consider the pay-per-view. I don't want to call it a failure or a disappointment, but there's going to be a lot of people expecting him there. You'd almost think they'd want to get in front of this thing if he's not going to be. And really just like shut it down. Like, no, CM Punk will not be here. He is not welcome back in this company. He will never wrestle. You're like, get in front of it. But the fact that they've been kind of coy about it and like they're not tipping their hand or or really giving us too much to go on. I don't know, man, where there's smoke, there's fire. And like I said, WWE is all about making money. We've seen guys come back that we didn't think would ever be back. I'm um, looking at you, Bret Hart. Everybody has come back through. Hogan came back. You know, the only one that didn't really was Randy Savage. Right. Um, I don't know, man. I'm Right now I'm saying yes. I I just think everything has aligned perfectly for this thing to be massive. And then you've got the timing of the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania right behind it. You're printing your own money. Yeah. All right. We're not a wrestling podcast. I know. I know. But. Well, no, we're not. But it's a very, very hot topic right now. And uh, that is my two cents that, yes, I really think CM Punk will be there. 
If he's not going to be, I think WWE should get in front of it right now because you know the chant that's going to happen 500 times during that show until either it fades to black or cult of personality hits one or the other. Speaking of hot topic, if you want any of those CM Punk shirts, head on over to hot topic. (laughs) Hey, they don't sponsor us. No free plugs (laughs) and pick up the CMFTR shirt. Hey, (laughs) will you stop? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was pretty good, though. All right. And we do free plugs. Who am I kidding? Yeah, All the time. All the time. All right. Let's get into the news. Foco, they have their Hulk Hogan light-up stage, similar to the Bret Hart, the Roman Reigns, and now Hulk Hogan is going to have his own light-up stage. I believe that was $90, Scott? Yeah. Yep. Nin- it's a premium format bobblehead. And it's Hogan on the stage. It's like a Titantron. It lights up. You know, bells, whistles, all this stuff. It's Hogan ripping off his shirt on the stage. You can find that and pre-order it over at foco.com. Yeah, they're really saving the big names for those premium formats. Uh, Man, if they do an LOD, I'm telling you, I am all over it. All right. Um, Okay, we didn't talk about this because it's kind of like a negative thing, but, you know, we don't really want to jump in and, you know, kick people while they're down or anything like that. But uh, past few weeks, I should say past month or so, Rush Collectibles has really been taken to task and had his feet held to the fire regarding some stuff. Well, Rush Collectibles decided this past week that he did an Instagram Live. He's going to cancel his Ringmasters, Extreme Ringmasters, his ECW line, and Minifigs lines. They have all been canceled. However, he is still going to be doing his monsters. He does Frankenstein, which is cool. You know, you take off the top of his head. It's got Frankenstein's brain right there, stuff like that. He's going to be continuing on with the monsters line. But he is, it sounds like, out of the wrestling game. Uh, it's too bad, dude. Well, it was bound to happen. Some some people were not happy with the figures they received. It, it's been said. Some videos are out there. Some people haven't been... Pleased with Larry Zabisco's face. Some people had some figures fall apart. Some people didn't. Um, but yes, anyways, bottom line is, is Rush Collectibles right now is out on the Ringmasters, Extreme Ringmasters, and Mini Figs line. They have been canceled. Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear that. We, I mean, we've talked about it, you know, with so many competitors in the game now. It was bound to happen sooner or later. And I'm just, it, it just, it makes me sad, dude. That, that really, really sucks. Well, some things happened, you know, he didn't do himself any favors, but I'm not going to get into that. It is what it is. He's going to be continuing on with Rush Collectibles. So, well, at least his brand stays alive and he's going to continue to put out figures. That's great news. Uh, it's just, it's too bad that the wrestling part of it didn't work out. Yep. All right. Grapplers and gimmicks. They showed off the Diana Hart prototype. Diana Hart will be coming in the grapplers and gimmicks line. Uh, Jeff, I didn't see that. Is that her SummerSlam 92 look? Uh, I Which believe, is in like the jacket. And... I believe it is, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I'm almost 100% positive it is, but it was just a Got prototype. It. it was the grayed out prototype deal. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Got, I mean, I don't know other what other look you would put her in. That one seems to make the most sense because you could put her, you know, next to your Bulldog and Brett from 92. But yep. uh, that's cool. Good call for a figure. That's kind of thinking outside the box. I like it. Wait, did Bulldog and Brett ever team up? I'm, I'm sure they teamed up, but they... They weren't like an official team. Never mind. Uh, not an official team. No. Uh, if they going... did, it was like one-off stuff. 
I was in it. I was going back to Nate's question from last week. <laughs> yeah, I have yet to go through the Hasbro list to see if I missed any. Um, that was all right off the top of our heads. Yeah. All right, let's head over to Mattel. By the way, the pre-orders for the LWO set, which is $100, is up on Mattel Creations as of right now. Yeah, pre-orders up for two weeks. Yeah, just like the Cody Rhodes and the Logan Paul, it's up for two weeks. Either get in or you don't. And you can buy as many as you want. So have at it. All right, we are going to head over to the Wrestling Figs message boards. First question comes in from Irish Strife. Irish said... Steve, will the Ultimate Edition 20 Roman be re-release of Ultimate Edition 14, or will the Ultimate Edition 20 have a new torso? Steve said he'll have the updated torso that was seen on the San Diego Comic-Con panel reveal. I love that Roman Ultimate. Like, I literally was waiting for that pre-order to happen. I had such a bad regret about missing out on his first Ultimate Edition. And I was like, man, if they ever release this thing or if I can get my hands on it for a decent price, I'm buying it. And then I saw it was coming back out. I'm like, sweet. I know Johnny wasn't happy, but I was very happy. We can't afford Johnny anymore. Oh, that's right. Can I even mention his name on the show without Uh, us having to pay him? Yeah, yeah, you can mention. Okay, I can mention his name. Okay. Yeah, sorry, Johnny, but I'm getting a Roman like yours and mine will have a better torso. Uh (laughs) Just like the solo, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Damn you, Mattel. Next question comes in from Dixel. He said, if there were ever a movie about the toy business, who would you want to play you? Steve said, Kermit the Frog. (laughs) No way, it should be Vin Diesel. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I was going to say The Rock, but yeah, Vin Diesel's good. Hell yeah. And then we'll get Steve for Fast and Furious 93. (laughs) All right. Next question comes in from CLD BLD. He said, Steve. Was the lack of updated tassels on the Legends Greatest Hits Warrior and Bulldog a design choice or an oversight? Steve said, design choice. Next question comes from The Man. Are you sure that's The Man and not Themen? Th- oh, oh, it is Themen. I think it's Themen. Or Themen. That's how Mike Tyson says semen? Themen? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's not get ourselves into a sticky situation here, Jack. Oh, oh. Themen says, can we expect another defining moment set next year? Steve says, yep. All right. All right. By the way. And and we're moving on to the next question. uh, By the way, there is a a Thanksgiving sale already going on at ringside. Oh, there is? Yeah. Dude, it's only like, what, two weeks away? Yeah, dude. Everybody's doing their Black Friday like. Yeah. November 1st. Yeah. Keep it up, Big Bad Toy Store with those Super 7 Ultimates. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sorry, dude. Yeah, I know. Anyways, <laughs> may have jumped the gun on that one. Anyways. No. Yeah, but look, people are going to be playing the long game big time with Super 7 now. Guaranteed after that sale on BBTS. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I Nobody's know. pre-ordering Super 7s anymore. I know. I could have helped the crows go get haircuts with the money <laughs> I could have saved. <laughs> You're like, I'm coming with you guys. Jump in the back. <laughs> uh, the next question comes in from the whole effing show. He said, Chances of getting new Legion of Doom? Steve said 1 million percent chance of multiple figures if they're ever under a figure deal again. I I might be the whole effing show, Jeff. I could see that. Yeah. You were the stuff. You were buff the stuff on AOL. (laughs) Your AOL is to Messenger or something like that. (laughs) Because you look like him. (laughs) Maybe in 97. (laughs) I'm telling you, you look way better than him now. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that's not I'm nice. sorry. I'm uh, sorry. What this is this? A roast? This is not the roast of Buff Bagwell. <laughs> sorry, I I wasn't invited, so I wanted to at least get one brush token. <laughs> sorry, if you're gonna get your roast jokes. You're auditioning for next year, or if we ever do another one. <laughs> All right, Scott, we are going to do our last bit of nostalgia this week. It's going to be WWE Elite Series 100, and then we're going to pause it until the next 100 comes out. Yeah, which uh, I don't even know what Hundy episode will be on by then. Uh, it'll be 1,000 and Hundy. God, I can't even fathom that. That's like another 600 episodes, dude. I know. We haven't dude. even made it to 600 yet. Dude, our balls will hella be sagging because we're old. When we sit down to deuce, it's going to be hitting the water. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's put a little life preserver on it. <laughs> they float and don't sink. <laughs> we don't want to mix it with the scat down there. <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, man. That's hilarious. That is hella funny, though. <laughs> a little attachment that comes off of the seat that catches them for you so it doesn't fall in the water. <laughs> By the way, I saw an Instagram reel. And it showed Will Ferrell as the anchorman, uh, Ron Burgundy. Okay. And do you remember when he would be scared or, or he'd be like warming up? He's all, ah, like he'd start yelling. Yes. But the caption read, when my pecker hits the side of a toilet bowl, <laughs> <laughs> a public toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh no. Every what disease. serum do I need to clear this up? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit alright alright let's get into the Elite Series 100 <laughs> we're going back in time for nostalgia we're going back in time 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 nostalgia before we get into the last bit of Elites man this has gone on for like three years dude yeah, like COVID, right? I think we started around COVID, like late COVID. Yeah, I think we started this during the pandemic. Yeah. Man, it was our pandemic special. Yeah, right. <laughs> and here we are just finishing it up three years later. Man. Anyways, uh, before we get into WWE Elite Series 100, we want everybody to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, you can find almost every wrestling figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Calm. But what we want you guys to do this week is head up to the WWE section, go to the main elite line section, look for 51 to 100, click on 100 and follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, this is all over at wrestlingfiguredatabase.com. And what's crazy is you can still find these figures on the shelves. Not all of them, but some. Yeah, and actually Mattel's website had these online for quite a while too. I think there's still a few left. Um, but yeah, they there were some that moved really quick and there were others that just kind of hung out on the pegs and you could really tell what, which was which. What did we... Scott say? What did Scott say? Oh, son of a... Did Scott say pegs? No. Oh. Uh, I said I... Uh, I said legs. Uh, legs? Legs. You got, you got legs. <laughs> know how to use them. <laughs> Oh, he's got legs. Is this going to go on your next album, KBW? Yes. I'm up to now 14. Now 14? Yeah, I didn't even tell you guys about 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13. No, I, I, and I didn't see him at the store either. No, uh, you're not going to. It's online exclusive. 
Oh, I thought maybe you got a crappy distribution deal or something. Like the LWO set. Right, right. Yes, online exclusive. Right, right, right. Yeah, I got it. iTunes exclusive. So you weren't able to work a deal with Steve to get your your album packaged with the LWO? Because didn't you have Bad Bunny on as a collaborator or something? Yeah, that album was my best-selling album. I jumped the shark after that. Oh, got it, yeah. Then I was scraping the bottom of the barrel. You know, yeah, after, I get after, it. Yeah, after that, I was doing... Man, I I was doing the bottom of the barrel like uh, Whitney Houston. I was, I was doing one of her songs. It was terrible. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. And you were filling in for Vince Neil on the Motley Crue concert, right? No, no, no. That was the cover band. Oh, the cover. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that was Motley Fool or Motley Tool. Oh, one of that's the two. right. Motley Tool. Yeah. Stu got me that gig. That's right. Yeah. He, he confuses easily. You know, it, it happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. At his age, he doesn't know. It's, you know. No, but I'm focused. I'm getting my letter ready for Philadelphia. The letter will be ready for you guys to read at your uh, at your meetup where there will be explosions. Explosions. Yes. Jeff said that last week. There's going to be explosions. Uh, does he know that he's reading a letter? Yes. Yes. Oh. My letter will be at the place at the where you guys will be holding the event. Oh, it will be on a projector. So we're hoping that the place we have the meetup at has a projector and, and, and a screen of some type. I thought that was in the budget. Oh, I, I don't know. Oh, we'll have Nate I'm bring his sure. projector, bring the raw stage. Hello, Nathan, <laughs> bring your raw stage to Philadelphia. And then Jeff said something, you had a projector and it was on the Titantron. So project my letter up there. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Got it. Your, your request has been noted. Yes, noted. Thank you. And I'm going to make copies so everybody can read it that's going to be there. Oh, good. Good. Yes. Say yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they want to read along while it's being read to them? Yes, yes. With their own copy. Yes, now you get it. Right, right. Yeah. Let's let's kill trees, you know. Screw them. Yeah. Make all of the paper. Yeah, exactly. Now you get it. Perfect. Okay, yeah, I'm on board, KBW. I understand. We're on the same page. All right. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, I'm off to Culver's. Jeff, where's our Culver's? There is no Culver's around here. <laughs> there is no Culver's. Where are you going? I got to Culver's. You keep him off the microphone, damn it. <laughs> keep him locked up. God. You're always letting people in your back door. People people seem to like Culver's though. Yeah, I know. I wish we had one here. We don't. I we drive by one all the time in Colorado, but I never go. Lucky. They said that they have the fourth best chicken sandwich, according to a uh, thing I read today. Fourth best. Fourth best chicken sandwiches at Culver's. Uh, number one is Popeye's. It was. Number two is Popeye's. Uh, Chick-fil-A. Number three is Popeye's. Three was... Oh, crap. Wait, Culver's was either three or four. And McDonald's was, th- was three or four. The McChicken? Uh, no, they have a chicken sandwich. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know that there's a Grand McChicken? No. What is the Grand McChicken? It's like the McChicken but bigger. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hence okay. the name, the Grand McChicken. <laughs> I was bl- like, I thought like you, like, okay, what are they adding to the McChicken? No, no, no. They're adding size. They're beefing these things up on steroids? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's the 1980s wrestler of McChickens. Yeah, they're giving it Beefcake 3000, and it's growing, <laughs> and it's called the Grand McChicken. All right. Yeah. I-, I bet you're looking forward to that. So we went to McDonald's the other night. Uh, we were doing the fat boy U-turn thing. 
and uh, they did not have it in. Apparently, they were already out of the Grand McChicken. So I didn't oh, get the chance to try one yet. Okay. Because, you know, sometimes you do that and it loses something. Right, right, right. You know, it doesn't have that same taste of the McChicken. Um, but I'm hopeful. And once I have one, I will definitely report back and let you know. Back to WWE Elite Series 100. I'm sad. It's it's ending right now. Uh, Jeff, before we get into the figures themselves, who was in the assortment, uh, Jonathan Bartlett actually took over the artwork for the package because Mattel really wanted to do something special. Obviously, it's Elite number 100, milestone number. That's a big deal. So they wanted to make a big deal out of the series. So Jonathan Bartlett took over the artwork for it. And if you turn the package around, there's actually a beautiful painting. And if you turn the package over, there's a beautiful picture of the wrestler that's featured. That's the fig- featured figure on the back. There's artwork of them. It's beautiful. Uh, we actually had the chance to meet him at the Mattel event at WrestleMania this year, right before WrestleMania. And he just did an amazing job. It really adds that extra special touch to Elite 100. Kind of reminds me of when Schamberger did the um, the Elites early on like that was in what the 50s i think 50s 60s 50 yeah around there yeah um it's just it it gave it that extra special something you know an artist touch to it so it was really cool that mattel did that for this one so uh big props to jonathan bartlett but from there we can go right into it if you're ready let's do it cool first up mattel wwe elite series 100 we have becky lynch she was packaged with the women's SmackDown title and a black jacket. Stunning Steve Austin. This was from his WCW run. He was packaged in a red robe and had the beautiful red television title. John Cena, silver chain, hat, WWE spinner title. Rey Mysterio was packaged with the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. The Rock Brahma Bull title, sunglasses, and a Rock jersey. And finally, the best figure in the set, my opinion, Andre the Giant. Andre came with his world title. This is Andre's look from when he ripped the cross right off of Hogan's chest and challenged him to a heavyweight title match at WrestleMania 3. The variant, and this was just so cool they did this, was Andre from the Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling cartoon. And Jeff, that runs out Elite Series 100. They really did a good job on these figures and a great way to celebrate Elite Series 100. For sure. I mean, there wasn't a bad figure in this set. I mean, a lot of people would be like, oh, Becky Lynch sits on the shelves. And it's like, yeah, but it's still a pretty good figure, you know? It's still a great Becky figure. Not as good as the one in the four pack. Correct. But still a really, really good Becky figure. The fact that they went back and did Stunning Steve Austin with the NWA title is a home run in my book. John Cena looked great. Yeah. There's not a bad figure. I mean, obviously the favorite one in here is Andre and the sales have shown that because you can't find the figure anywhere. Yeah. At uh, WrestleMania, when we went to access, they had these figures and Andre was the one they didn't have. Andre was wiped out. They had everybody else and plenty of them. Andre was completely wiped out. He is the only one that I have not seen on the shelves is Andre the Giant. I've seen Ray. I've seen Rock. I've seen, yep. I've seen <clears throat> Stunny Steve, Becky numerous times. Yep, same. I have yet to see that, Andre. I'm so thankful that I was able to get one. Uh, that was Norm that picked it up for me, right? Yes, it was. Norm? Yeah. Um, damaged packaging. I didn't care. I was opening it. Uh, it comes with the Hogan's Cross, which I think was such a great touch because that's such an understated part of that whole, 
I just watched it the other day too. That whole bit on Piper's pit when Hogan's out there with Piper and Jesse Ventura and you know, they're, they're bantering back and forth. And all of a sudden here comes Heenan and then here comes Andre. And it's like, wait a second, what's going on here. And then you have that huge moment where they go back and forth. And now Andre's challenging Hogan for a title match. And then he rips the cross off of Hogan and it ends with pipe. Like Hogan's kneeling down, picking up his cross and Piper like kind of kneels down and he touches Hogan's chest and he's like, Hogan, you're bleeding. And it was just, that was such a powerful moment that all came from Andre ripping that cross off of Hogan's chest. So the fact that they included that as an accessory, great call by Mattel. I love the outfit Andre's in. It captures that moment perfectly. It's actually really shocking that this is the first time they've done that Andre in that outfit from that moment. Such a gigantic moment in wrestling history. Uh, it's it's super cool that they finally put it into figure form. And uh, the variant. I mean, come on. Andre from Rock and Wrestling. Now you need to give us Rock and Wrestling figures. Well, the crazy part about it was, and I'll go back to that Piper's Pit. Piper had such a long-standing feud with Hogan. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that Piper was the one kneeling down next to Hogan, he goes, Hulk, you're bleeding. Yeah. It's like when Austin McMahon shook hands at WrestleMania 17. That's not supposed to happen, you know? Right. But here you've got Piper, who's like Hogan's, like you said, Jeff, like almost like a sworn enemy, like showing compassion, you know, because Hogan just basically got crapped on by his best friend. He's bleeding. His cross has been ripped off. And here you got Piper showing compassion for that. Like it was just, it was so powerful. There were, there were so many different things going on. You know, the whole shock factor of it and the fact that they were able to capture Andre in figure form from that just gigantic piece of wrestling history, like a a huge moment in wrestling history. It's just it's so great when you can just pluck a guy out of that and make a figure of him. It's just it was great. And I'm so happy that one's in my collection. All right, we have got some eBay prices. By the way, I do love the belts that all these figures came with. Cena with the spinner, Rock with the Brahma Bull, the NWA TV title. That was awesome. Yeah. Just to get that belt. But Yeah, very, very cool. The big red title. I love it. Yep. All right, we've got some eBay prices. Becky Lynch with the Women's SmackDown title and black jacket. Last old eBay listing was November 5th for $14.95. Stunning Steve Austin with the robe, the NWA television title. Last sold eBay listing was November 6th for $15.50. John Chenna, silver chain hat, WWE spinner title. Last sold eBay listing was November 7th for $29.99. Rey Mysterio, cruiserweight, WCW cruiserweight championship. Last sold eBay listing was November 8th for $22.95. Rock with the Brahma Bull title, glasses, the Rock jersey, kind of football jersey. Last old eBay listing was November 2nd for $27.99. And Andre the Giant, who was the variant. Andre regular was Andre with the world title. Look from, as Scott said, where he tore the cross off Hogan. Variant was Andre from the, from the Rock and Wrestling cartoon. Last old eBay listing on the regular was November 7th for $29.99 on the variant. $30 even really so you're looking I mean the set isn't that old maybe six seven months old and they're all either at what you paid for them at retail or ten dollars more so that's not outrageous like especially for that Andre as hard as he is to find for an extra 10 bucks it's not bad at all I would imagine when we revisit this series later on down the road I would imagine that Andre is going to be pretty high like in the 60 70 range I agree with you just give it a little bit more when we 
when we revisit this in 100 more Elite Series. For sure. Scott, as of today, the names have not been announced yet for the Hall of Fame. The National Toy Hall of Fame, I should say. Oh, okay. Got it. So what I did is I came up with 11 names, and you have to choose three of, let's just say, next year's. This isn't official. This is just me throwing together 11 toys, and you have to choose three to go into the National Toy Hall of Fame for 2024. This sounds like I need pen and paper. Uh, Let's see if you can remember it. Okay, let's try that first. I I doubt it. I I am very old. Okay, maybe you will need pen and paper then. (laughs) Let's see how I do. (laughs) All right. So, National Toy Hall of Fame will be announcing as of this recording tomorrow, November 10th, and it will be on Good Morning America. They will be announcing the final three. to go. It's It's a big deal. It is a big deal. So, I think between our podcast and uh, TV Toycast, I think it's getting some notoriety. So much so, it's going on the Good Morning America, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Look what we did. Yeah. You know what? Pat on the back for us. (laughs) We don't often do this, but... Barry Horowitz moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat on the dick. All right. Hall of Fame. <laughs> Pat your own. Hall of Fame for 2024 National Toy Hall of Fame. So I'm going to throw out 11 names because what they do is, this at least this year, they had 11 and three were going to go in. So you've got to choose three out of this list. Okay. So pretend this is 2024 and you have to choose three out and of this. And they're like, oh, you guys are on the toys that made us. We're taking your votes. Yes. Got it. All right. Number one, Teddy Ruxpin. Okay. Number two, my buddy. And I'm okay. letting it, I'm letting that kind of sit in so everybody can. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm stewing on it as well. Well, no, I want everybody having that theme going through their head. My buddy. Oh, God. You're letting buddy. him sing the song. Yes. Wherever I go, he goes, my buddy. Hey, I see you in the second row. You'll see me tonight after the show. Here's, <laughs> here's my hotel keys. Hey, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Okay, all right, all right, sorry. Okay, number number three, starting lineup. Okay. Number four, Monchichi. <laughs> you picked that for the song. I did pick that one for the song. Of course, I did. <laughs> Monchichi, Monchichi. <laughs> All right, number five, Power Rangers toys. Okay. Number six, Cabbage Patch dolls. And by the way, these are not in the Hall of Fame. I did have to verify that these toys are not in there as of right now. Okay. Number seven, Beanie Babies. Okay. Number eight, Teletubbies. Number nine, Wrestling Figures. Number 10, the Nintendo Entertainment System, the very first NES. That is not in there yet? No. Atari is and Game Boy is, but not Nintendo. Wait, Game Boy went in before Nintendo? Nintendo, uh, excuse me, Game Boy went in before Nintendo, yes. Sirs and ma'ams. Ma'am, ma'am. Without the Nintendo. Ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Ma'am. Without nintendo there is no game boy how could you possibly put in wait did the game boy outsell the nintendo i don't know that's <laughs> i guess good... i should get my facts before i go lighting them up before you go gaslighting our uh our audience base <laughs> well how do how do the cool kids say it these days the nintendo walked 
so the Game Boy could run. Oh, God. I know. I hate it, too. This generation, I swear to God. Anyways, go ahead. No, that was all. It's 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 baffling to me that the Game Boy would go in before the Nintendo. Considering without Nintendo, there would be no Game Boy. But anyway, I digress. Carry and, on. And last one, Etch-A-Sketch. Okay. So, I've got it down to four, Jeff. Well, you have to have three. I know. So let me give you the four that I've got. And maybe between a discussion between us, we can uh, we can narrow this down. I kind of know who's going to go. But let's see what you think. I've got Power Rangers. Okay, so you're putting in Power Rangers. And the reason I'm putting in Power Rangers is not only was it an instant hit in America, it's still a big deal 20 years later. No, I'm sorry, 30 years later. So there's longevity to that line. It's not a flash in the pan like your Munchichis, your My Buddy, your Teddy Ruxpin, which, by the way, was pretty funny when you put Motley Crue Shout at the Devil into it. Um <laughs> So I've got Power Rangers, and I put that one in. Never been a collector. Well, no, it's not true. When it first came out, I collected them. Uh, but that was more to trade for baseball cards and starting lineups. Um, mm-hmm. I've got Power Rangers on there for their longevity. So moving on to the next one, I have Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh, okay. Cabbage Patch, all right. People still talk about the Cabbage Patch craze 40 years later. There's something to those. Uh, you and I hated them. We didn't want them. So mom made sure that we had them. <laughs> In uh, home team baseball jerseys, I had an A's, you had a Giants. Uh, we also had a 49ers one that was Montana. <laughs> of course we did. <laughs> if you've ever met our mom, you're like, yeah, that that's such a Gale thing. <laughs> um, then, of course, you know, we're a podcast about it. Got to have wrestling figures in there. Um, again, if you're not a fan of wrestling figures, the same way I'm giving respect to the Power Rangers line, you got to give respect to the wrestling figures line. Longevity. Right. We're like 40 years into this thing and mm-hmm. they're still going strong. And there's more manufacturers of wrestling or producers of wrestling figures today than there were in the 80s, 90s, 2000s and 2010s. It's insane the way that it's grown. So uh, you got to have wrestling figures in. So that that for me is an automatic like that is the golden ticket. Right. Okay. That, that's the golden ticket into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Wrestling figures are going in. All right. NES is the last one. So those are my four. So out of three, we're picking two: Power Rangers, Cabbage Patch Kids, or the Nintendo. You mean out of four, we're picking three? Well, no, we already picked one. So it's down to to three now, and we get to pick two. Wait, which one did you pick? Is going directly in. Wrestling figures, of course. Okay, so wrestling figures is going directly into the Hall of Fame of 2024. Yeah, that got the golden ticket. Okay. The Nintendo. Uh, Atari was first. Atari is in. But Correct. I think... Uh, now, I don't know history on, the, on, on home consoles, video game consoles, but I've got to figure more kids had a Nintendo than had an Atari or a Commodore 64 or a Sega Master System, whatever it was called, the 8-bit version. I would imagine more kids had a Nintendo in their home than any of those. I mean, I don't know numbers, but if I had to guess, and that has created lifelong gamers, kids that played those still get, like me, I'm, I'm a prime example of that. Golden era kid, grew up in the 80s, had a Nintendo in the house, had an Atari in the house, still game today, still love it. 
look where video games are today compared to the 80s. I think Nintendo has to be the next to go in. Okay, so you're saying wrestling figures. NES. NES. And you have to choose one more between Power Rangers and Cabbage Patch Kids. You know what? I think I'm going to go Power Rangers. And it's only because of their longevity. The fact that they've been around so long, they retain their popularity um, 30 years in and they're still popular. I think I got to go Power Rangers over Cabbage Patch Kids. Okay. I I don't think you could beat that Cabbage Patch hysteria from the 80s. Unless you lived it, you don't understand it. If you YouTube videos of Cabbage Patch Frenzy from the mid 80s, I think it was like 85, there are parents like literally fighting each other over these Cabbage Patch kids. It's insane. <laughs> like raiding stores, just just mobbing these pallets of dolls and like punching each other in the face, hitting each <laughs> other with the dolls, like tackling people. It's the best. It's so great. Like unless you lived it, you don't understand it, but it's great to go back and watch. But the Cabbage Patch Kids phenomenon just didn't have that staying power that Power Rangers had. So that's my three, Jeff. Power Rangers, NES, and of course, wrestling figures. How come you didn't go starting lineups? They started out hot. And it it just it got too big and bloated because you went from that lovable, small, like four inch scale to then they were doing stadium stars and then they were doing 12 inch dolls and then they were doing a little bit larger starting lineups than the regular started there were too many iterations of them and then they were doing two packs and then they were doing the hockey freeze frames and it just it, it got kind of out of control and strayed maybe a little bit too far from what the original design was and by the time it was all said and done, I think the line lasted 14 years. 14, 15 tops. Which it still had longevity, but at the same time, you've got to grow your brand. You can't just stick with one thing. You know, you've got to you've got to come up with other ideas to sell. But I mean, look at, look at Mattel. Sure. I mean, they're going from elites. They're they've got basics, elites, zombies, mutants. But it's uh, worked. Well, starting lineups worked also. I mean, as you had mentioned, to kind of throw it back at you, you know, they they went for 14 years. They did. And that's a long time, dude. 14 years that they went. They did. And don't get me wrong. I love starting lineups. And when you first said it, I was like, that's a shoehorn in. Like, they are getting in. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, uh, I love them. But I don't know. 15 years, yes, that's a long time, and it's very respectable. I love starting lineups. I love everything about them, but I think ultimately, given the other players on the list, starting lineups will get in someday. But compared to the Nintendo, compared to Power Rangers, and I hate to say that because I love starting lineups, never really been a Power Rangers fan, um, and of course, wrestling figures, I, I can't fit starting lineups. I would even probably put Cabbage Patch Kids ahead of starting lineups. Okay. Given the overall popularity of them. But I don't know, man. I, I think it's going to be a while before starting lineups get in. That's the other part of it, too, is the secondary market for those things. They're outside of some big names like your Kobe's, your Jordan's, you know, and some short print figures. A lot of those things are like three bucks. 
<laughs> yes. All these years later. And they're like, you can go to any toy show and they're sitting in a big box and they're like three to $5 each. That is true. So it's like the secondary market hasn't really been there for these things. Like I said, outside of a few names. So uh, uh, someday, eventually, eventually they will go in. It's just, it's going to take a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And, and believe me, I love starting. We did a whole show on those things with uh, Breaker and Travis. I love starting line at figures, but I, I just can't put them in because I love them. I've got to look at it subjectively compared to all the other toy lines in there. And they, they would probably come up fifth. Okay. Maybe I'm sorry. They would come up. Yeah. They'll come up fifth. I had four on my list. Starting lineup would be five. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So next year's hall of fame, national toy hall of fame is we're calling it now wrestling figures, NES and power Rangers. I'm surprised NES didn't have something this year. Like, like why isn't NES going in? If Atari's in NES should go in. Well, yeah. How do they go Atari game boy? Wouldn't it be logically Atari NES, then Game Boy? Yeah. I would think so. Probably. But watch, it's going to go Game Boy, and then PlayStation 2 is going to go in. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, watch. Well, I think PlayStation 2 is the highest-selling home console of all time. It's my favorite console of all time. It rules. It's so great. Watch, that's going to go in after Game Boy. But knowing our luck, watch, next year's list will be like uh, very small rocks. <laughs> Uh, the color blue crayon and like uh, tub foam letters a, one blade of grass <laughs> a single blade of grass a single Dude, bl- lawn darts goes in i'll be so happy <laughs> uh weren't you talking to somebody about that like nate or in the facebook group yeah yeah you're like yeah you know luckily we didn't get impaled by lawn darts <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how we deserved metal for medals for living through them <laughs> we survived uh, we drank hose water and we threw lawn darts at each other and yeah. we lived. We loved it. Also, there was a thing at like 10 p.m. at night when our parents were watching TV and it would come on and go, hey, parents, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your kids are at? Yep. And do you know why that was? Why? Because parents let their kids out of the house to go play. And they'd be like, parents, do you know where your kids are? Because, oh, yeah, shoot. We let little Johnny out to play like 15 hours ago and he hasn't come home yet. Let's go hunt him down. KBW's parents were like, oh, thank God he hasn't come home yet. <laughs> yeah. And then he comes walking in there like, son of a. Son of a. Ugh. Anyways, we've got. Yelling his... at the neighbors to say P-E-G-S <laughs> just to get him out of the house or run over there. And then they got his brother, Walter Brimley. Walter Walter Brimley kindly. <laughs> yeah. They loved him, but they couldn't stand KBW. Anyway. <laughs> Who can? all right that rounds out the show as oh by the way as i mentioned keep an eye out because tomorrow and you guys will see it by the time the show drops they will be announcing who are the next three to go in and the forgotten one is transformers gonna make it we'll find out tomorrow transformers going in we'll be finding out tomorrow morning on gma that's short that's short for good marrying america scott i'm all right when you're an influencer you can call it that uh, well, also, I'm old, so I happen to know it's Good Morning America, but <laughs> anywho. Anyways, anyways. All right. Uh, check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, they have the card and loose prices of LJN's, Gloobs, Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendoms, Defining Moments, and Retros. If you want any of those figures and you're looking to get a fair market value, head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. 
Com. It is time for our podcast and buddies. My buddies. My buddies. <laughs> my, nice. My podcast and buddies. Wherever they go, I go. My <laughs> podcast and buddies. <laughs> we should have Bane do a song of that. Dude, that's brilliant. <laughs> like that would be the lead into this bit. You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to hit him up about that. All right. Nice. <laughs> All right. Check out the Rumble Wheel with Daniel Cross and Brian Breaker. Also, check out the TB Toycast. This past week, Breaker had on the one, the only Mr. Flyer Wagon himself, Michael Canick. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's always fun when you have Canick on your show. Very, very fun show with him and Breaker as well. So check out the TB Toycast. Also check out the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm going to be heading over there, Scott, doing a little uh, fantasy Survivor Series draft. Oh, I like it. Okay, so how's that going to work? How many teams are you drafting? So I was confused by what Steve said. So that's what Steve said. That's what Steve said. I have to go back to his text message and hopefully you can make it make sense for me. Hold on. Steve, there he is. All right. He said, okay, here's what I'm thinking. We each draft a babyface team and a heel team of five. Anyone who was in a Survivor Series match from 87 to 96 is eligible. Oh, oh, wow. He's going 10 years. Oh, dude, I'm so drafting Barry Windham as the stalker. You should. Oh, dude, hell yeah. However, there's a however. You need to pick a specific guy. So if you want Hogan... You say Hogan from 89. Oh, okay. So you're not just picking one name. You can pick his year. Yes. He's then off the board. Also guys that went from heel to baby or baby to heel. Only one is eligible. So if Macho Man is picked on the face side, Macho King from the heel side is gone. Oh, interesting. So I sent back a gif of that bunny going, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And he said, basically like a fantasy baseball or football draft. Same thing. We're drafting teams. So maybe I go Hogan 89, Piper 91, Bossman 91, Luger 93, Macho 87 for my baby face team. Interesting. I would think that like if you're picking Macho from a heel year, wouldn't I mean, you would know he's heel. Wouldn't you just put him on the heel team and just say I'm picking Macho King? 91 but you you have to pick up like a strong year of macho man no i understand but like macho man 88 face that sucks that macho king would then fall off the board entirely so i would choose so macho had held that title for a year so i would choose macho 88 of course you would yeah so mega powers macho was like unstoppable dude oh dude he took on the likes of andre and yeah he took a dibiase he took on everybody yeah, he's like he's a diamond rated card. He has a rating of like 99. Sure. But yeah. yeah, strongest. Yeah. And then you could do like, I don't know, Ultimate Warrior. I think his strongest year was when he held the IC title. Uh yeah, it was that year he teamed with Hogan and Tito Santana in the finals. Remember where they had their matches and then the survivors got to a final match? Yes. The, the Ultimate Survivors and yeah, I would pick that year warrior. Okay. Yeah, the, the, okay, I'm, I'm starting to see how this is going to go now. Yeah, but I don't like the whole baby and heel thing. Like, it shouldn't fall off. Like, if he was a heel that year, you're picking that year. You can't put him on the babyface team. You got to put him on the heel team. Right? Like, it, it, like okay, so somebody picks Macho Man 91. Uh-huh. That means that 
all the other Macho Mans fall off the board because they transitioned at one point from yeah. babyface to heel. Yep. I don't like it. That's the one bit I don't like. That's no, sir. I don't like it. Well, I mean, because you can't alternate sides. You would be very specific to whatever year they were in the match from. So they're either going to be a heel or a babyface because there were very clear cut sides with those. I'm still going with Barry Windham as the stalker. Uh, don't sleep on the Rock '96. Uh, that was his rookie year. That was he, like he was the sole survivor, dude. Eh. That's strong. Eh. Eh. <laughs> I mean, look, if you want to chant "Die, Rocky, Die" at him, go ahead. But that's <laughs> that's a strong pick. I've really got to buckle this down, Scott. I really need to focus in. I need a. I need my winning team. Okay, I'm going to give you a bit of advice. Yes. Don't draft Flash Funk '96. Don't tell me what to do. Fine, Jeff. With your yes. first pick, take Flash Funk '96. You're strong. That suit distracted everybody. Bring your blue hat. <laughs> Anyways, I'm heading over to the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast to do a show with Steve. Also, check out the Stolen Gimmicks Podcast with Joe and Jordan, where they're doing top fives every single week and talking wrestling. And poor Ethan on his fantasy football. I I messed up. I overslept and I missed his text message. Oh no. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, can you you know can you take a look at my team?" And I overslept because it was Sunday morning and I was celebrating the hour back. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, sorry, Ethan. That was my bad. Morning of Bill's loss, but yeah. celebrating the hour gain. Yeah. Anyways, poor yeah. Jeff. Also, check out In the Marbles podcast with Soda and Ethan. Speaking of, check out the Legendary Wrestling Figure podcast with Brian as he brings on different guests and they rate the LJNs. Yes, go check that out. Work the Arm podcast with Jeff and Jamie. Pod subject to change with Nick Dunham and his two kids discussing wrestling from all eras from 80s to current day. Also, check out our good buddy Trivia with Buds, Ryan Buds, doing Trivia with Buds. Also, the Chick Foley Show, RJ over at Ringside Rant. We got EJ and Rucker doing Boots to the Face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the Fig Life. And as I mentioned, Scott, I don't want to forget, you guys did the roast this past week. Go yeah, according it. to you, we had a show drop. You you did. I listened to it last Friday. <laughs> I'm horrible when it comes to those things. But yeah, Drunk Wrestling History. Give us a follow on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Drunk. Eddie Man's That Shit Show. So go talk to Eddie if you want to uh, interact on Twitter or the X. Sorry, Elon. Uh, the show that dropped this past Friday was, as Jeff mentioned, the roast of Tony Khan. So if you want to check that out, go give it a listen. Keep in mind, we work a little stiff. So uh, don't take offense to the jokes. It's a roast. So that's what it is. And uh, we've got more shows coming. It's going to be every other week now. Uh, we are going to be recording next Wednesday. Uh, we're going to be doing two shows, and so we'll have shows drop over the next month, uh, one every other week. So definitely give us a follow on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Drunk. Because we're Drunk Wrestling History, we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. And listen with your damn kids. <clears throat> don't listen with your kids. Oh. Don't listen with your kids? Actually, I don't even know if you could listen to the roast with a, a non-wrestling fan. There's so many, like, wrestler-specific jokes the, like the the casual would be like I totally don't get it. They would be lost. Yeah, totally lost. Yeah, yeah. You got to listen as a wrestling fan or with a wrestling fan. Also, check out Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Scott Rokoff. Gonna throw it out to Jason Wolf if you need artwork or if you need custom Hasbro figures. Go check out the art of Jason Wolf. That is Jason Wolf's social media. 
The Art of Jason Wolf. That's W-U-L-F. Amazing artwork, amazing custom Hasbro figures. Go check them out at The Art of Jason Wolf. And of course, the wonderful Steve Hoker. On Tee Public, check out his store, Starman NJ. Hell of a dude. He's got merch from a bunch of different podcasts. And uh, all of the money goes to charity. So spend freely and know that all of your money goes to a very good cause. Steve Hoker makes sure of that because he's a wonderful dude. Starman NJ, Auntie Public, and Jeff, that rounds out roll call. It goes to some girl named Charity. <laughs> what? He stacks all the funds up in a one gun, <laughs> and it goes to Charity. It goes to some girl named Charity. <laughs> all the dimes and nickels and pennies go in this thing and makes just, a hail. Just know when that you buy a sticker of stew being stretched goes to charity <laughs> so charity can then get stretched <laughs> well it goes to steve hoker going to the gentleman's church and giving it to charity <laughs> yeah. allegedly, allegedly allegedly yeah allegedly that we don't know about steve stretching yeah <laughs> we're not privy to that information oh uh, oh by the way the uh was it the double decker chalupa's coming back uh double decker taco double decker taco i bet you're excited I am very excited. That was one. It went head to head with, I think it was the Enchirito. Cause they did the fan favorite voting and that uh-huh. was on the losing side. And I was like, damn, like I'm happy I get this, but I'm upset. I didn't get that, but they're bringing it back anyway. And it's going to be the month of December's promotional item. So what it is, is essentially think like a Taco Bell, hard taco or taco Supreme. And then they put refried beans on a tortilla, a soft tortilla, and wrap that around the hard taco. Hence, double-decker taco. And it is delicious. At least the way I remember it, it was delicious. All right. So we'll see if it stands up. And then in Philadelphia, we're going to shoot everybody with dicks by mail. Um, yeah. Well, we're getting- I mean, Spoiler. We're going to give everybody a poster and we're going to say, all right, everybody open it all at once. (laughs) These are special posters made especially for you guys. Thanks for coming in. And then you're going to get blasted in the face by a bunch of glittery penises. Uh, Lucky you. (laughs) Again? (laughs) Not again. This hasn't happened since New Orleans. Oh, man. All right. All right. Scott, episode 407. Anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, Fig License 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for listening to 407 Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.